P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine. Car. Toby looked out the window at the rain that was coming down in sheets. He shook his head. Man, why can't we just have a car like everyone else? Still shaking his head, Toby pulled his raincoat over his ears and headed outside. Within seconds, he was soaked through. Hey Toby! Toby! Toby barely heard him being called due to the heavy downpour. Hey! Toby! The voice was close now and he looked up and squinted through the rain. The person calling his name was none other than Bruce McGuire. Even though Toby could barely see the boy, it was impossible to miss his teeth. The front two were yellow and separated by a nautical mile. I didn't know you walked home. Yeah, my parents don't have a car. Bruce laughed. Really? What are you, poor or something? Toby sighed. No, we just... Never mind. I gotta walk because my ma's taking my kid brother to karate. Bruce slashed with the blade of his hand as if Toby didn't know what karate was. Come on, let's walk together. That was the last thing that Toby wanted to do. He, like everyone else at school, found Bruce to be the single most annoying person they'd ever met. But what choice did he have? In addition to being annoying, Bruce was also a 15-year-old trapped in a 30-year-old's body. Toby didn't dare insult the other boy. Come on, Toby. Let's go, baby. Together, the two walked through the pouring rain. They crossed the school field, ducked under the fence, and then made their way up a large hill. When they got to the top, Bruce, who was breathing heavily, had to stop. Toby waited patiently while Bruce picked up a large rock and held it in his hand. That's when he heard the train. It rumbled along the tracks, but even though they weren't that far, Toby had a difficult time making out the actual train because of the heavy rain. Watch this! Before Toby realized what Bruce was going to do, he'd already launched the rock. Toby never saw it hit the train, but he heard it. A loud crack like lightning filled the waterlogged air. Toby cringed. What are you doing? he asked. Bruce shrugged and picked up another rock. Throwing rocks? He cocked his arm back. I just picture someone who has made me angry and bam, I throw the rock. And he did. It was another direct hit and it was also loud. Toby suddenly got nervous. Hey Bruce, I, I think I hear my mom calling. I gotta go. What? How could you hear anything? Toby? Toby? But Toby was already gone, running all the way home. When he burst through the door, his mom was standing there. Don't bring water into the house, Toby. What? Mom, I'm soaked. Yes, I know, Toby, his mom replied, but please don't bring it into the house. Toby was so upset that he blurted, Well, Mom, if we just had a car, then this wouldn't be a problem. We don't need a car, son. Toby looked at his soaked jacket and jeans. What do you mean? I'm drenched. We need a car. I need to be picked up after school. And I can't do any sports because we can't drive there. You can always ride your bike. Ride my bike? Mom, it's pouring. Toby's dad suddenly appeared, his expression stern. Toby, please don't be disrespectful to your mother. Toby stomped up the stairs to his room, soaking the carpet as he went. Behind him, he heard his mom and dad talking about him in hushed whispers. It was raining the next day too, and Toby once again had to walk home in it, with Bruce no less. They took the same path as yesterday, and when they reached the hill, Bruce picked up another rock. A new train started to chug along the tracks, and Bruce threw the rock, a direct hit. This time, however, Toby didn't run away. 
You want to try, Toby? Bruce asked. Toby was so frustrated that he actually took the rock from Bruce's hand. Throw it. And he did. Toby thought about how angry he was that he always had to walk in the rain, that he couldn't do any after-school activities because he didn't have a car. The loud crack that the rock made when it hit the train was extremely satisfying, so much so that Toby threw another, and then another. He threw so many rocks that his arms started to hurt. Then, when he was exhausted, he suddenly became ashamed at what he'd done. I, I have to go, he told Bruce, and then, like yesterday, he ran all the way home. When he got there, the rain had finally stopped and the sun was starting to come out. He reached for the door when it suddenly opened. His mom and dad were standing in the entrance and both of them were smiling. What's going on? Toby asked. Well, son, his father began. We listened to you and you were right. We do need a car. So we have a surprise for you. Toby forgot all about the train incident and now he started to smile too. Really? Yeah, but it's not our car. Not for long anyways, his dad continued. In a month, when you turn 16, it's going to be your very own car. Toby's jaw fell open. He couldn't believe it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, exclaimed, hugging them both. I can't believe this. When will I get to see it? Right now, his dad said. Just arrived in the city today, and the guy at the dealership is driving it right over. Toby whipped around, and sure enough, a car was slowing down in front of his house. As it neared, however, the huge smile on his face started to fade. Oh no, his mother whispered. Oh dear, no. Toby watched as the car with multiple broken windows pulled into his driveway. He could barely breathe. The car dealer jumped out of the car and started toward them. Toby, I'm so sorry, the man said. I know your parents got this car for you, but something unfortunate happened. It was brought into the city on a train today, and something... I don't know how to explain this, but it looks like someone threw rocks at your car, Toby. Toby's mother gasped. Who would do such a thing? She whispered. Who in the world would do such a terrible thing? P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine.